From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, well, a very pleasant uh, good morning to you. Happy New Year to all of you. It's uh, January 3rd, 2023, and this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Adam Bergstrom is here, uh, not on video for right now, and we'll he'll give you the tale of why that is the case, but at least he'll be on and you can hear him. So the 800 line is being used by Mr. B, that line anyway. So if you care to participate in the show this morning, you can call, don't call, you can email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. Hope you had a nice holiday. Boy, we had a, we had a lovely time here, Doodle and, and I, and uh, spent what, two weeks, really, uh, working on screenplays and it just provided me some really excellent, deep, deep downtime looking at the the art of screenwriting and reading a few more books and um, rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, mostly on the real world of money, the uh, our first screenplay. And um, so I had a really nice time with it and took a few naps went outside in the sun and took walks and just chilled out for, gosh, it was almost two weeks, so I'm really grateful to have your support financially to be able to do that, and we do that by uh, you uh, buying some of the products that we talk about, and that's how we support ourselves. So whenever you feel so moved to buy something for yourself, look at our website, one Radio Network, and um, we have some really very, very nice products. A couple new things, too. We have a uh, hydrogen machine, Holy Hydrogen, which is very cool. And then the X3 exercise, or I'm building muscle, and uh, muscles. So that's fun. And uh, what else is new? I think those are the two newest things. Okay. So here we are, it is a new week, new year, happy new you, welcome uh, to uh, the Earth Plane in 2023, it should be a wild year, and we'll see what what happens uh, in the Matrix, and do everything we can not to, not to get involved in the Matrix, and uh, once as you do that, well then it doesn't matter what they do out there, it only matters what you and I do. That's our drill here. Tomorrow, um, we are gonna go to Ukraine, check in with our resource there, Russell Bentley. Uh, And in my opinion, there is virtually nothing on the interweb or on the news, on TV of course, and even the internet about Ukraine that's accurate. Uh, 99% of it is just made up. It's um, all made up. Russia's losing and you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, We go right to the source, a fellow who, who fought for the Ukrainian army where he fought the Nazis in Ukraine. Um, uh, really, the Ukraine is filled up with a bunch of Nazis and this is what Putin is about. He's fighting the Nazis in Ukraine. They've been trying to take over Russia for a long time. Uh, of course, the media doesn't tell you about the Nazis there. Uh, but his name is Russell Bentley and he will be here tomorrow at uh, 10 o'clock. Then Jason Kristoff, he's a cool guy. We talk about a lot of fun things when he's on. He'll be here tomorrow. Fred Jashevsky on Wednesday, The Real World of Money, on the first Wednesday 
and then I'll be here on Wednesday. Usually we do a show on Wednesday as well. Uh, it takes a long time to get young and we dig in to spiritual principles and how we manage to stay, to stay sane on the earth plane in 2023. On the first and the uh, third, first Monday and the third Wednesday is a good friend of ours who we've had on the show since we started this show. He's actually the very first show that we did, which was in um, March, I think it was the 6th to the 8th, something like that, March of 2008. First show was with Adam Bergstrom. He's a cool guy. He and Vibrant Cal live in Montecito. Adam uh, uh, heads up two great websites, solartiming.com and sunsinknutrition.com. He has all of his books on solartiming.com. Sunsink Nutrition is a one-time deal, uh, 99 bucks for the rest of your life. And if you live to 140, like we're going to, well, that's that's on our goal, in our goal list, 140. We thought that'd be good. And if it's 140, then... Adam, if it's 140, then that means that I'm going through a midlife crisis and you've already been through yours. <laughs> <laughs> We've already gone through it, right? Our midlife crisis. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good morning, Mr. A. Good morning. Happy New Year. Are you ready to walk the wind, as Donald Lay used to tell us? <laughs> oh, is that what you're doing in New You? Is you walk the wind? Is walk, that... walk in the wind, yeah. He called it. In other words, Paying attention to your breath, apparently. Ah, yeah, the breath is a big uh, deal. And it's an old uh, Indian expression. It comes from the Indians, uh, probably uh, both Indians, Third Eye and uh, Three Feathers Indians. And uh, there's even a movie, I think, called Walk in the Wind or Walk the Wind or something like that. Is it? Uh, walk the Wind. So that's kind of an idea. You just go with the flow, simply put? Or? Go with the flow, yep, and with the breath. And, and <laughs> the breath actually will tell you what to do, and you can communicate with the breath. Uh, I I could do it somewhat with O'Donnell, but I had a girlfriend that really didn't even like O'Donnell, but she would say, he's talking to me in my head. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to me in my head. <laughs> he gave me instruction because uh, someone had a problem, and she started doing his techniques on him on the floor. And Adano is supposedly sleeping on the couch, snoring. Right. And she said, he told me what to do. What? <laughs> how did he do that? <laughs> how did he do that? Yeah, I said, well, it has happened. <laughs> so tell folks why you're on a telephone this morning. And we don't see you, only your picture. Yeah. What's going on there? This is not Governor U-Haul's uh, fault. Uh, with uh, You know, all the electric cars, they're switching to electric, and they don't have the power to do it. This happened because a tree hit the uh, power line and put us out of business. And mm-hmm. it's partly vibrant gal and my fault because we started, we found out in uh, the beginning of October that uh, the farmers were drying out in drought. Dust storms were predicted by Farmer's Almanac. It was dry. So we decided, let's do the elemental song. Of course, and look what you did. Well, almost immediately we got, uh, we got a, a little bit of thunderstorm and a little rain, and then more rain, and then more rain. And now it's been raining for about three weeks. We have a little sun today, and it's supposed to rain another week, and supposedly an atmospheric river, a giant atmospheric river is attacking California. (laughs) So so this has got out of control. It's out of control. (laughs) Yeah, you know, I've been reading about that, and um, 
they always got to come up with some kind of geeky thing to explain the weather, right? You know, it just is what it is, right? And at, what do they call it? An atmospheric river came over California? Atmospheric river, like a thousands of miles long or a thousand miles long, and now another one's coming in. And uh, interesting enough, and of course they blame global warming, <laughs> but the New York Times, I, I just checked yesterday in the New York Times, and in August they predicted a giant atmospheric river was going to hit California. Did, who, who, so, did, who, who predicted it? The New York Times, of all people. Oh, come on, really? <laughs> Makes you wonder about Harp, doesn't it? <laughs> so they actually, the New York Times actually said you were going to have this in, in August? They predicted it? Yep, I, 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 I posted it on MeWe. I don't post anything about weather on uh, Facebook because that's one of the big targets. You can... Even some would get away with vaccines now, but if you say anything about climate, <laughs> you're in oh, yeah. trouble. I mean, you can't even say the word. Isn't that interesting? Well, maybe, maybe the harp people got a little uh, compassionate for the holidays and thought, you know, if we don't make it rain there for a while, we're not going to have no food, and we need broccoli or something. Who knows what what these people are <laughs> thinking? You know. <laughs> You know what, though? They're blaming global warming, well, which is ridiculous, you know, or like man-made global warming. <laughs> right, right. They blame it on No everything. one really knows what's happening, and more likely it's going to be a global cooling as, uh, what is it, 50 feet of snow in Buffalo? <laughs> yeah, and, and as you know, we've had quite a, not quite a few, but three or four people that have been predicting a, an, a, what a mini ice age coming soon. That's right. You're having the, the uh, in Houston, did you see the, uh, the bats actually got the frostbitten or whatever and fell off the bridge in, yep. Uh, yep. first I thought it was Austin because of all the bats there, but it happened in Houston, so maybe Austin too. Yeah. Yeah, we had a whole week of about 10 degrees and boy, taking my cold showers, I got to tell you, with rainwater, <laughs> man, it was great. And it's still nice and cold. I love it. Oh, it's just great. The water I measured, it was at one morning, the lowest it's got was 42 degrees. So I guess yeah. as it sits in the rainwater tank and comes in the house, it takes for a long time to get it down to, well, it would, it would freeze, right? So that's right. I couldn't go below. <laughs> but We're about uh, regular temperature here, just a lot wetter. I mean, it's been the longest time without seeing the sun, but yesterday we had some sun, it was clear, and today... It's supposed to rain, but so far we have sun shining through the clouds, and it's supposed to rain all week again. My goodness. And and, and they, I mean, you guys have been dry for years. Yeah. It, it was supposed to be, actually, the Farmer's, Mar, the farmer's Al Almanac even said it was supposed to be dust storms, and it was really going to be chaos in California for drought again, more drought. It was going to be extended. And we did that elemental song, so I don't know if it's the New York Times or us. <laughs> well, who knows? But it's great because, I mean, there's some really problems going on with the Colorado River and uh, just California and uh, the water in general, right over there in in, in Arizona. And so this will be this will be nice. Not people run out of water. That's boring. Yeah. It, it is nice. Uh, we definitely needed the water here because they were limiting all kinds of things. If we're going to limit times, you could use the water. Oh, well, already for watering, you uh, you have to uh, do it on certain days and certain amounts and certain times. And 
that's already started. And yet they're putting in new swimming pools and everything. <laughs> Meanwhile, the farmers are the ones that are taking the uh, uh, taking the brunt of this. Yeah, they want to get rid of them. That's right, because they want they want to feed you uh, beyond meat. And what, what's the other stuff that they're doing? Yep. And, and the funny thing is, they could plant sunflowers and even get sunflower seeds from them and solve the global warming problem. They could solve it by, uh, if there was a carbon problem, if there was even such a thing, instead of centralizing food like they want to do and supply it from a laboratory in smart cities, 15-minute cities, what they could simply do is have you grow things in the backyard and solve the problem like the Victory Gardens out of World War II. Well, as you know, Mr. Bergstrom, they don't want to solve anything. What they, whoever they are, they just want to, they just want to just screw up your life. I mean, that's their job, right? That's what they do for a living. Yep. That's what they do. But they want to grow, grow the sunflowers in China. Uh, send them by big tankers that use oil, of course. They're not going to use an electric ship to come here. And then in containers, uh, trucks, they're going to use those with gasoline and of course the batteries come from uh from uh petroleum too you have to uh, all those things to dig out the uh lithium and the chemicals and the cobalt whatever they need they're done with uh gasoline so actually the statistics seem to be that you have to drive your uh, electric car for a hundred thousand miles to equal uh what the the benefits you would get from a petroleum-driven automobile. Is that right? Yeah. Powered automobile. Isn't that ridiculous? Yeah. A listener sent me a clip. It was from uh, Rogan's show, a clip, and he had videos of these mines. I don't know where they were around the world where they have thousands of people, really poor people, uh, being paid like $2 a day or something to digging up all of this... um, is it the cobalt or lithium is the main thing? Is that but I think they use cobalt. Yeah. For, wow. For these, and they were talking about for cell phones and batteries and stuff. And these these people are, are they're like slaves. And they're they are, well, they use child labor too. They use oh children, God. like the coal, the coal mines they did a hundred years ago that they complained about. Yeah, same thing. Slaves. Unbelievable. And of course. Uh, the fiery PM of Italy is her name, Georgia Maloney. Yeah, you sent she's me that video, uh, boy. She's a trip. Oh, uh, she's down on the case, and she's down on the uh, electric. Uh, yeah. She's saying France is hiring all these people out of Africa, and you're getting power. And she can't make a speech without mentioning George Soros in the <laughs> negative light. I know. <laughs> she's a. What's her name? Uh, Georgia Maloney mm-hmm. and her. In her campaign photograph, she puts two melons in front of her chest. <laughs> Maloney. She, and she's the head that in Italy? She is right now the PM, the, the, the boss, and she's against migration. Wow. She's against Soros. She's against globalism. She's against big business. Wow. And uh, everything pretty much we're, we're for, she's for, and what we're against, she's against. Yeah. Yeah, word around the campfire is that Italy is the next one to go as far as getting out of uh, the EU. And if they go, they say that then, that, you know, then the dominoes are going to fall and the whole thing's going to fall apart, which I think it will eventually. You know, people want their own currency. 
they want their own culture. This whole EU thing was a big, big mistake. I was beginning to wonder, but because they're really tightening down, but there is a pushback now, and that's uh, good to see at the beginning of this year. And uh, we'll see what happens, but Italy is certainly a bright spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maloney's her name, huh? Yeah. You you guys and uh, uh, listeners should check her out. Uh, maybe go on YouTube or somewhere and just put in Maloney and hear some of her speeches. She's uh, Did she win big, do you know? Do you have any... Uh, 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 was she very, really popular to to win? She's uh, well. I I watch her on BitChute because uh, it's hard to get her on YouTube. Except they're calling her. Uh, well, her name is Missolini. They call her. Oh, Missolini. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Missolini instead of Musa, is instead of uh, Missolini, and uh, and actually it. It's kind of okay. She supposedly has leanings like that, but everything we've watched hours of her now, and everything she said, we agree with. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I mean, it's hard to, you know, she's just a hardcore nationalist, you know, very conservative. Hardcore nationalist, nationalist. and going to other countries and spreading the word, saying we got to take this back. This yeah. is getting out of control. Yeah, <clears throat> she's well, friends with uh, Orbach there in Hungary. Because he's one of the resistors, and I believe, uh, I think it's Poland or is it Romania? I get mixed up. I think it's Poland that also is resisting what the European Union is up to. Yeah, and of course the big one resisting is, is Putin, which is why they want to, you know, get him out. <laughs> yep, and, and one of the main leaders in Italy said he's friends with Putin. He sent him 20 bottles of vodka. <laughs> oh, Vlad sent him 20 bottles of vodka? Yeah, because uh, uh, Maloney is against Putin. She was wanting to make ties, but she's going along with that line for now. Although she's, uh, what do you call it, light core on it. She's not hardcore on right, it. Right. And she's really, she says she's okay with the European Union, but they're out of control. They're just getting crazy now. That The migration is not a right. And when someone said, well, you know, the Italians are immigrants. They uh they came here, too, from someplace. And she said, yeah, but they didn't pay them so many euros to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, you see the Supreme, well, you saw that video. <laughs> uh, yeah, I did. You see the Supreme Court um, left in some kind of a law that Trump put in to make it more difficult for the coming over the border. What was it? Did you follow that? Some kind of a... Mm, two, oh, the uh, Title, title 214 or whatever it is. Something um, like that, yeah. And that was a, a thing that they put in that they gave them uh, authority to send these people back, right, more easily. And uh, they, the Biden administration tried to, tried to cancel it, but the Supreme Court uh, uh, made it stay for now. So they're making it a little bit difficult, but there's people pouring in all over uh, Texas and it, Arizona. It's flooded there in the videos. And uh, I actually called a couple of my friends in uh, El Paso this morning to try and get a message <laughs> to use. So they say it's pretty good there, and I'm going to be talking to them uh, pretty soon find out what is going on there. I did a lot of workshops in El Paso at one time. In fact, I made a good... A I lost you. Did he run out of juice? Hello? Hello? I think it, 
think a tree fell on his. Hello? All right. I'll try to redial it. We'll redial him. Hello, you have reached the right place for Fantastic Villas. Please leave a detailed message and we'll call you back. Thank you. Oh. Well, I don't know what happened to him. Um, here we are. Live, live, live uh, talk show. It's January 3rd, 20, um, 23. We'll continue on here. Just see what goes on and see if Adam's going to call back. A tree fell on his power line. So we were on the phone with Adam Bergstrom and then all of a sudden it just cut off. Just cut off. Um, trying back. So how are you doing? Why don't you email me in and Email me and let me know how you're doing. And yeah, yeah, two of his friends uh, email me. It's great. We uh, have, I think we got a little special too. Yeah, it's great. We got a little special going on. I think one more day. Oh, I don't know if I have it. We have a great uh, uh, hydrogen machine. I had the I had the uh, the graphic here, and somehow I've lost it. Oh, here it is. It's called Holy Hydrogen. It's a wonderful machine. They're very very low maintenance, no maintenance at all. Uh, you can make a couple quarts of uh, hydrogen rich water first thing in the morning with one tap of the button. Um, it's, a, it's a very nice machine. And they're uh, today through midnight tonight, the 2nd of January, there's a, you can get $200 off. Use promo code 1RADIO and you get the $100 off. And then it's on sale, $100 off, through midnight tonight on the 3rd of January. Is it the 3rd? Second, second. This is second, right? What is the date today? Second, no, I'm sorry, yeah. Midnight tonight. I said there was a third. January 2nd. So it's a nice little machine. I think you'll enjoy it. You can breathe the hydrogen. Uh, wonderful benefits from it. And uh, also then drink the water. Um, uh, what we like to do is drink about a quart of hydrogen-rich water uh, on an empty stomach and um, then um, have something to drink or something to eat, have your breakfast. Uh, it's very powerful. I've been uh, using this machine for about, about a month now. We really like it. So it's Holy Hydrogen on sale tonight till midnight. And then after that, you can still use promo code 1RADIO 
on OneRadioNetwork.com and get uh, $100, $100 off. So uh, thanks for being here. Uh, that's how we promote, that's how we support ourselves is we have um, um, people, products that we support like the hydrogen and then when you purchase them we make uh, a commission on the deal and we don't make any money by just talking about them. That's like a pure advertising deal. Ours is all affiliates. So that's how you can support us. If you like what we do here, if you like the shows, if you appreciate um, the 15 years worth of audio archives for free and all of our videos on BitChute, well, the last couple years anyway, since we got um, censored on YouTube, um, please support us and uh, get some things that you might want to uh, um, enjoy and get your get healthier. This is a good one. Um, this is a, a piece of equipment that you'll see here. Um, John, Dr. John Jaquish, and this is called X3. And it's, you can see uh, the steel bar there, if you're on audio, you can go on um, One Radio Network and, um, and uh, look at it. You click on it and you can see the picture of it. So th- there's a steel bar and it's uh, very well constructed. And then you have these bands that are made of latex, pure latex, not from um, petroleum. They're very careful. And then you, as you can see on the picture here, uh, he's doing what would be a, um, a, a bicep curl. So you pull up on this, on the band, as far as you can go, and then you, you bring it down You bring it down this way, and you still have pressure on the biceps, and then you pull up on it, and then you do the same thing with like an overhead where you do this, and you got pressure, pressure, right, on the shoulders and the deltoids in your shoulders, and then you go, and you still have pressure, and you go up like this, so you still have pressure. So when you still have constant pressure, it's called variable resistance, which is very different from weights. If you were doing an overhead press with weights, you would simply have a bunch of weights and go, right, and then you lock out up here, and then you drop it. But this is, you keep pressure on the muscle you're working on, whether it be chest, out this way, or um, squats, your booty, or calves, or um, um, oh, we do this one for the what's this muscle here? Triceps. So it's really, really interesting. Very nice technology. Easy to do, and it's about fifteen minutes a day. That's it. Serial fifteen minutes a day. So I do it every day. Generally skip on Sunday just for a day of rest. And then uh, and you do four different body parts in, in one day. So you might do the chest, two different moves in the chest, and uh, overhead press and blah, blah, blah. And then the next day you do four different body parts. And... Um, when, when the weightlifters lift weights, they're actually 
believe it or not. You believe it? <laughs> They're actually um, making little tears in the muscle. You know what I mean? Like little tears. And then that's why weightlifters are taught to wait four days before they lift that same muscle again. Again, so the muscle then can repair itself. And it repairs itself. When it does it, it tear, it builds muscle. That's the old way of doing it. That the weightlifters, the Schwarzeneggers and, you know, all of them, the old-time weightlifters used for a long time. This way is different. It's called variable resistance, and you're not tearing the muscles, which to me is cool, and you actually get more muscle growth this way, and you could do the same muscle if you wanted to every day. Say if you really want to build your biceps, you could do the biceps thing every day. Every day. And you don't get sore. So what does that tell you? Is that a better way to go? And the growth is more than um, strength and growth, which is what the guys want. We like to have muscles, so we, you know, look look healthier. And the more you, we feel healthier because you're building hormones and testosterone when you're building. You actually get younger the more you do resistance training. That's been shown. You can see some of these resistance trainers who are 90 and they look like they're 50. Um, on online, it just um, look at somebody like Sylvester Stallone. I think he's seventy-five chronologically, and he's been lifting weights. And oh, he looks like fifty-five, sixty or something. He's got a new show up, by the way. I want to tell you about. It's really good on TV. So anyway, this is called X Three. It's a very, very cool uh, technology. And here's what you'll see on the front page. And you can click on it through our website if you would, please. And if you buy one, we'll get a little commission on it. And that's how we support ourselves. X3, it's the new way to do the deal. New, new way to do it. From the Hill Country in Texas, broadcasting worldwide, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, we were talking to Adam Bergstrom and on his cell phone, and when we set it up this morning because his electricity is out, uh, he and Vibracal said, you know, I don't know how much battery we have to, uh, to do this. And, uh, and I said, well, why don't you just charge up your phone? He said, well, we don't have electricity. So we were talking through a cell phone and it just quit. So I guess they just ran out of... Uh, so we'll see. They said they were going to get his electricity back on in 10 minutes. If it does, he'll probably just come in video and we'll continue. Up until that time, it'll be you and me, baby. So I hope you had a nice holiday. Did you do anything fun? Uh, uh, if you'd like to join the show, you can You can do it. Um, Patrick had won radionetwork.com one radionetwork.com um, so we got some emails for Adam let's wait 
see if he comes back on. Lots of emails from Adam. Sulfur orders. You know, I did something that was kind of interesting that you might find interesting. Talk about things that I do here. What else has I got to talk about, you know? Don't want to talk about the Matrix too much because that's boring. I'll give you a little story here. This is fun. Very fun. Very powerful. So, For, I think for three or four years now, uh, following up on my great colon reset that we did years ago, I went through a whole thing with colon. I've had some energetic things going on in my tummy, just off and on, feeling of heartburn, of energy, a burning thing upper, you know, upper on, for years, and. Uh, Played with all kinds of different things and just got to the point where I knew I knew that it was a uh, an energetic thing. Excuse me. I knew it was an energetic thing, meaning a spiritual thing. That it was just a uh, a kind of a canary in a cold mine thing for me that spirit used to help me to. Um, get more back into balance. In other words, spirit will do these things with our body. Uh, divine spirit will use us for um, to get our attention any way that it can to go deeper into our spiritual, emotional, and physical being, which are all one, and it'll do that with pain or discomfort, um, imbalances, whatever. And the idea being that we that we see that and we go, hmm, something's not working. I'm gonna see if I can figure out what it is. It's just what I which which is what I did with the upper stomach kind of burning thing. Um, and of course, you know, all and the all the access that I had to people and I could do and different tests and whatever. And I went through about a year, maybe more, of chasing unknown um, quantities that didn't exist, but you know, you have to go through these sometimes to to know that they don't exist, like, oh, whatever, bacteria, which I, be- I believed in bacteria three years ago, which I don't anymore, you know, like H. pylori, ulcer, uh, too much acid, not enough acid, you know the drill. You know, you go through it all. And I did that. And of course, nothing really did anything because much I didn't know it at the time and that it was just all a spiritual thing that spirit was using my tummy um, to um, encourage me to go deeper spiritually in on the inner planes to find out um, 
where some things are subconsciously, and I saw this all very clearly how it's unfolded, that I could let go of. Does that make sense? So in other words, if I wouldn't have gone deeper, say, let's see. Yeah, say there is some subconscious engrams or energy around my kidney or my liver, right? Which is how it happens. And most often, if that's the case, we we won't know anything until something really dumb happens where we get kidney disease or liver disease or yellow fat disease or liver failure or kidney failure or whatever, all these diseases. So this is generally what happens in humanity is we build up these engrams which are uh, built up through um, toxins, right? In the air, in the water, in the food, uh, a diet that's out of balance, eating the wrong food that's not a, appropriate for us. Not for everybody, but for whatever you need to eat, and it's different for everybody, of course. Carnivore is not for anybody. Vegetarian is not for everybody. Everybody has to figure out what's right for them, which is another thing we can talk about. Yeah. Everybody. Okay. So, so we, we build up these toxins through air, food, and water, poor diet, and mostly through spiritual um, dysfunctions we call stinking thinking, where we could have worry and angst that are kind of ongoing, and they get to be so ongoing that they become familiar with us, right? You could have this little state of consciousness about worrying about, I don't know, worrying about your kids being hurt or something. And it kind of comes up two or three times a day in your consciousness, and you're so used to it, it's just kind of like, it's just part of your your lifestyle. And you don't do much about it. It comes and goes, and then I go, I worry about my kids. But, you know, these things are all hard on the body uh, uh, because they are. Whenever we're not, uh, um, whenever we're not trusting God totally, we are doing things in our body that are um, um, harmful. I know that seems like a, a lot to bite off here on the first day of the new year, but it truly is, in my opinion, and experience, the way it works. Um, if it wouldn't be that way, we wouldn't learn anything as we go. We'd just continue to worry or be uncomfortable or have angst, and we all, we've all done it. Um, and we would just keep doing it because, well, you know, so I worry about this. I worry about this, but it doesn't hurt me. But it is. It's it's causing uh, damage uh, to the tissues in the body. Uh, this is what happens. Uh, this is pretty pretty much essentially how in the German New Medicine model we call healing and all the rest of it. We talk about that the body. We create and damage the tissues through poor thinking when we don't trust God. So it works backwards. You know, when we trust God and tie, trust God and don't worry, then that's then we, we're fine. And then as soon as we worry, then we don't trust God. And then 
you know, God's trying to teach us to not trust God, so God set it up. I know it's kind of weird when you think about it like this, but that's how it works. It works backwards. Then when we don't trust God, well, then we damage our body and we create disease, and this is our karmic way of how to learn how to trust God. And it's, it doesn't seem fair in a way, I mean, but it is, because um, we don't we don't just, um, you know, get cancer and then die and then that's over and you're, you're screwed and, you know, end of game, you know, you lost, you didn't trust God and what are you going to do and you go to hell. It doesn't work like that. Uh, what, what happens is we come back, uh, reincarnate back here to learn how to trust God more. And so that's pretty much how reincarnation works. Just keep coming back and until you, we get it right. So we talk quite a bit about that on One Radio Network here. Uh, we're a little bit ahead of the curve as far as looking at spiritual issues because we understand uh, karma and we understand reincarnation and we know exactly, well, not exactly how it works, pretty much how it works. Exactly how it works is only between you and God, right? Because I can't, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that if you don't get it together this lifetime, you do have to come back here. I don't know that. I would never say that. But pretty much most of us do. But you could have your own little deal going on with God in a certain way and you're working on a certain thing and you've done that thing but maybe not something else and you've earned your way to another reality uh, when you leave here. It's all completely unique and different and special and pure and beautiful and um it's all about your relationship with God and not anything what anybody will tell you, certainly not me or anybody else. And if anybody tells you exactly the way it is, well then hold on to your wallet because they don't know. They do not know. They do not know. Only you know. So we can give you generalities with karma and all that stuff, but it's between you and Big G. And the cool thing about when we talk about God, which you can't talk about, but in a way we can infer things about it, is that we, uh, you and I, are not separate from it. We just aren't. We just aren't. And if you care to contemplate on that one, I recommend you do that. Because if you get that one, by the way, since Adam's not on, if you care to join the show this morning, first day of the new year on the air, you can do it. The phone line's open, 888-663-6386. What I'm saying here makes a little sense to you or it doesn't make any sense and you want to talk about it, Whoops, that was noisy. But you can call. Uh, Adam maybe get back on. If his electricity gets back on, he'll he'll use the link and come on video, he said. <clears throat> this idea of being separate from God is just so wow. 
And believe me, I spent most of my lifetime, this lifetime, not most, but I don't know. Who knows? 50 years or so, 55. And once you, once you really get that we're not separate from spirit, God, whatever you want to call it, it's like the best thing ever. Because even though we, we forget and we fall into a little bit every now and then, you know, we'll worry about something for five minutes or two minutes or 30 seconds, say, what was that? That's crazy. Let that go. Um, even though we do that sometimes, um, less and less, uh, on the big picture, we really get that um, that God is, and we is, <laughs> and we is together, and God's Spirit is doing everything that it can to support you and I to have the happiest, healthiest, longest, most productive, exciting life that we can. That's what God does for a living. It's really different from the religion model. And that we're separate, God is up there with a beard and whatever way you think he is or love or, and um, if we're good, then we get stuff. If we're not, we don't. And, you know, that model, in my opinion, is just a poor model. It's just not right, sorry, just isn't. It's not the way it is, it doesn't work, it's counterproductive, it's a control mechanism, um, sin, guilt. And most religions are built on that. And I really have compassion for those of you who think like that, and I'm not criticizing you, and you're welcome to do that as long as you want, as long as you want. But I'm just here to tell you, in my opinion and experience, that it's just a bad model and and it's just, it won't end. It won't end. Because you're never going to be able to live up to what you think you should do. Never. Because the point is, and this gets a little crazy-wazy, but it's true. The point is that whatever we do is perfect, even when we're not so perfect. Because there is no sin. There's karma, which is different. But whatever we do is perfect because there's no one, no entity, no person, no energy, no God, no medium God, no little God that is saying, George, that was really dumb. Shame on you. You and I are the only entity that does that to ourselves. 
which is why some of the good teachers, like Jesus, talked about loving ourselves and how important it is. And it's the number one thing. Loving ourselves with unconditional love, so even when we do something that we think is not perfect, because we think there's a lot of things we do that may be not the best. We're the only ones that give ourselves a hard time. The only ones. Crazy, eh? Guarantee it's true. Guarantee. Absolutely true. I don't generally like to get so dogmatic about those kind of things, but there's some things that I do get dogmatic on, and that's one of them. I put a thing on Faceplant, and I want to read this to you. Because it's funny, I've been thinking about this for a few days. I posted something on it. Um, three or four days ago. Oh, here it is. Uh, yeah. Not sure when I did this. Two days ago. It's funny how these things walk, you know, waff, waif, muse around in your consciousness before they come out. But this one came out a couple days ago on face face plant. Can't believe I'm still on there. It's such a such a commie organization. I don't. And here's what I said uh, two days ago. Happy New You. I said, my Bible is the Shariat Ki Sugmad. I'll spell that for you. S-H-A-R-I-Y-A-T-K-I Sugmad. S-U-G-M-A-D. And on my spiritual path, that can go, that's uh, our Bible. There's about 12 books and two are available in physical reality and the other books this is pretty cool the onlyest way to read them is to soul travel to another reality and read them there pretty cool so this is in uh, I think uh, Shariat book one it's one of my favorite quotes, and I put it, and I'll read it to you now. Spirit makes life a joy to live. Spirit makes life a joy to live. It's pretty cool, huh? If the chila, which is a student, you and I, any person wanting to grow spiritually, asking for guidance is a student. Nekagar will call it Chila. If the student errs at any time, there should be little need for discouragement. That beautiful? If the student errs at any time, there should be little need for discouragement. Little need. But one of joy 
for he can now compare the errors with the joys of his life. See how beautiful that is? The idea that when we err, which has been morphed for the last couple thousand years or whatever, in the sin, we should, we, it could be a one of joy when we do that, for we can then feel the difference of when we are erring, is that a word, erring? When we are making the mistake, mistake, and when we are one, trusting God with spirit, just being happy. We feel the difference. We feel the difference. And that's how we learn. And it's actually the only way we learn. The only way we learn. For when we get scolded by mom and dad, or a teacher, or a government, or a priest, or We don't learn. We just actually make it worse to learn. Now follow this, please. Because we react to the scolding. Oh man, I'm sorry. I can't believe I did that. Or, I didn't mean to do that. Or, come on, give me a break. Whatever the reaction is, It'd be different for everybody, depending on the scolder, <laughs> the scolder de jour. And generally what happens is we, again, depending on the scolder de jour, or the energy of the scolder, of the person said we were bad, bad, we feel guilty about it, or we don't want to do it again, or whatever the case is, and it just puts energy into the error, and the energy of the air will come back again, will come back again, and we're more likely to do it again because that's the way it works. Did you follow that? It will come back again, which is the entire metaphor for what you resist Persist. You've heard that one. Or why the war against drugs or the war against cancer or the war against poverty just makes it worse. Because whenever you fight something, you give it energy and it makes it worse. So when we do that on our inner world, I can't believe I did it. Man, I don't want to do that again. The only way out of the conundrum is to go back to the basic idea that nobody cares. There's nobody keeping, nobody taking notes. There's nobody scolding Patrick or you. There's nobody saying, you're bad. Nobody that matters. 
you might have teachers or a priest or some guru or something, you know, ditch those people. Ditch them. When we look at it as, I don't like the way that felt. I don't think I'll do that one again. Then you have a pretty good chance, but even that much energy, it might come back to present itself again two days from later, but when we become aware of the inner world, then we can just make the choice. No, I'm not going to do that. That's it. You're done. You just don't do it because you don't want to. Our phone number, if you care to join us, it's 888-663-6386. Email patrick at oneradionetwork.com. The, um, um, the idea of freedom is like, first, we are all souls, as you know, and freedom is the number one priority for everyone, free to do what we want. Makes sense? You know that. Everybody does. You know, you get into a relationship and you start kind of wanting the other person to do something, you know, that's not going to end well. Which is how most marriages are, and they just—not most, but a lot. You know. Freedom. It's all we want to be free, to not have somebody trying to control us. So this goes all the way from God all the way down to governments to whatever you know. Doctors, CDC, all this crap. And then to relationships. We just want to be free. Just want to do what we want. And we can as long as we don't hurt anybody or encroach on anybody's stuff, get in their face, get in their headspace, um, wish them ill will on our, quietly in our mind and heart, take their stuff, steal their bike or steal their cows or whatever. But when we get over this idea that we just talked about this last half hour or so of sin and karma and what what it's really about, and you really get that on a deep level, and don't forget it, and think about it and write about it and really don't forget it, And every time you go to give yourself a hard time about something, just say, nope, I'm good. You're going to experience um, freedom as you've never felt before. 
because that that is not hanging over you any longer. And while I'll still do dumb little things and make little mistakes, it doesn't matter. Because nobody cares. Because we're human. We forget. We react to people, whatever. Get angry or whatever. We're not perfect. This is the way it is. This is the deal. But it's it's a very powerful thing and you'll find that you'll have the the wherewithal and the energy uh, to do whatever it is you want. And I mean whatever it is you want. As far as being productive, right? And, you know, moving anywhere you want, doing what you want, doing the business that you want, being creative, write something, or paint something, or build something, or whatever it is you want to do. You'll have the energy to do that. Because you're free. Nobody's looking over your shoulder. It's pretty cool, huh? 